Welcome to the Kaibass Nation. Kayak Bass Nation is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Go to dugoutfishing.com to find everything you need for your next kayak bass fishing tournament. Hope you enjoy the show. Jeff Malat, Lunch Money Lambert, Also sponsored by Revo Sunglasses. Go to Revo.com, use code KBN25 to save 25% off your next order. Revo, best lenses on earth. Also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka. Go to westernsundistillery.com and use the bottle finder to find a bottle near you. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live on a Monday. Ryan is in the dark room. Back in your yeah. x-ray days. You're going back, ain't you, buddy? What's going I'm on? I'm trying man? to develop some shit here, Jeff. <laughs> Try to expose some silver. X-ray yeah. tech talk here on KBN Live. How about that? We, we're uh, getting exposed. Yeah. What's up, man? It's got a big show tonight, don't we? We do. We do. And I was very excited about it. I've got an early meeting. I uh, packed all my stuff up and grabbed my suitcase and my drone and left all my podcast stuff. So we are here on uh, on an ice container propped up against my Pelican box to do the show. Fantastic. Old school style. Throwback, Na- baby. Napkin Throwback. holders. Napkin holders mm-hmm. and such. Uh, if anybody didn't take the time to read the announcement, you might have been able to figure it out by looking at just the photo on the announcement. Uh, we've got Ramel from Newport Vessels on here talking about the new motor that just dropped, which also kind of lined up perfectly with our new sponsor announcement that we made. It wasn't in the intro yet, but you we can see it on the band. Didn't even yeah. plan it. Uh, Pro Guy Batteries coming on board with KB Nation, man. We're we're excited about that. What can you tell us about uh, Pro Guide, man? How excited are we about that partnership? Uh, you know, we we've talked to several battery companies, and a couple of them did. I mean, didn't pan out, didn't line up. Um, the Pro Guide uh, team reached out, sent us over, you know, some paperwork on on what their batteries are made of, the history, the manufacturing process. And, you know, they check out. They seem like really uh, legitimate quality products. Uh, and and we're glad to be working with them, glad they want to be part of this. You know, I think they identify the, the need for a good battery <laughs> in this field. Like we see a lot of batteries thrown around that, you know, people have five or six dead ones laying in the garage or 10 chargers that have died. Like, you know, they, you only want to spend that money once. And, and it's no fun, even if they have a warranty, you don't want to be calling the warranty department every month, every other month, and then waiting weeks for a battery to get shipped out. So yeah, yeah, quality products, and uh, we're glad to be working with them. That's right, uh, and they're already partners with some other some other bass fishing podcasts out there. I know they they work with the guys at Bass Talk Live, uh, Luke Duncan over at uh, yep. Traveling Circus there. So they're well established on the bass boat side of things, and I think they're going to make a splash in the, on the kayak side of things too. And I know there's already anglers out there that use them, so we're hoping to kind of help build that brand awareness here in the kayak space. Uh, excited about that. We'll talk about our other sponsors here in a minute, but you know, Ramel's coming on first. He's going to talk about the new motor from Newport. That that was all the all the news today. And then, if you saw the second half of the show, we've got the Bassman, the Bassmaster, the Bassman. The Bassman. It is a man. It is a man. Spoiler alert: it, it is a male. So we'll give you a hint on that. Yeah. So we, that's we're it. That's talk. all we got. That's all we got so yeah, far. Yeah. Some people know who it is. Some people think they know who it is. Some people have no idea. So we're going to have him on here. We're going to talk to the new leader for the Bassmaster Kayak Series. Could be more excited for this announcement. The rumor is we're going to discuss a schedule. 
for 2023 a schedule schedule talk schedule talk yeah might be here all night maybe some dates maybe some states maybe some exact locations we'll see yeah so big news uh so help us out guys if you're watching this on facebook hit share if you're watching on twitter just hit that little retweet over there and then on youtube of course just leave us a comment let us know where you're watching from audience over there keeps growing and growing and growing so we appreciate you on youtube um but yeah let's talk about the sponsors real quick then we can talk about some news and events how, how was things at dugout man they had a huge black friday last week uh looked Boy. like it was busy from the, the socials i mean burn it up son kayaks flying out the door uh they did really well a lot of people took advantage of it which we're you know super grateful for um one of my buddies uh, he's a hand surgeon at work he he went and bought a couple kayaks for him and his son that i'm going to deliver to him on christmas as a little top secret surprise so it was great a lot of support you know thank you for those that did uh shop online or go to the dugout in person thank yeah you. yeah i hope you guys took advantage of that 25 kbn code to get those hard baits and then the, the store look like i said following on social media on instagram stories and stuff like they were hopping down there in person at the store so Love that. Love that, man. Um, Revo's, of course, they had a huge Black Friday sale going over there. You can always use our code with Revo, but their Black Friday sale even beat that code. So hopefully you went yeah. over there and took advantage of that. Uh, Western Sun, after your tiresome Thanksgiving, and if your football team bit the dust like mine did this weekend, you, you might want to get into some Western Sun. Boy, uh, do you have any left after this season? Man, I don't know. Arkansas bit the dust. Ohio, Ohio State, according to today, still has an outside shot at the playoff with the one loss. So, I mean, you know how people are like that. I mean, the playoff committee, they want certain teams and certain fan bases to have uh, a part in that. Alabama, I'm sure, will find its wormy ass way back into the conversation. But, you know, with with zero top 10 victories or even ranked victories now, I don't think they'd beat one ranked team uh, this season now after the newest rankings came out. So, um it's tough. <laughs> yeah. All of us uh, Buckeye fans are just hoping for uh, Utah to step up and take care of business against USC. Then we'll then we'll be in the driver's seat. But who knows? We don't deserve it after that beating we took Saturday anyway. No. But, yeah. A- anyway, we love all our sponsors. We appreciate the support for the show. Um, what went down over the weekend? We haven't much to talk about besides just getting, getting to our first guest here. Was there any tournaments this weekend? Man, there's a there's a couple. When was the first uh, Tennessee tournament? Was that the week before? It's, I saw it's, it's this coming weekend. Okay, I thought I saw Alex Rudd post a video from his first tournament of the year. I didn't know if that where that no, was from. No, that, that I mean that's probably him and five buddies fishing. Okay, one. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know Tennessee starts early. Uh, you know this bass schedule coming out is huge because there's people wanting to plan for next year. You know we got yeah. BOS, KBF, Bass, All American Series, and then of course all the local stuff. We act like the season just finished, but it's going to also start before we know it. I mean, it'll be, we'll blink and we'll be fishing that first time. I dread time. it, man. I dread it. I've, <laughs> I've tried to get all my hunting trips booked up, so we'll see. Yeah, I saw that. That was a good thread today that uh, my buddy John Crawford started. He goes, what does everybody do outside of fishing? You know, he posted yep. some nice uh, deer and a hog that he killed. Uh, some other people posted. Some Jordan stuff. Marshall went out with Edwin and it has lurked live scope. Ooh. How about that? How do you feel, see that going? You, you kind of felt the wrath of learning live scope this last year, didn't you? Uh, I think it inspires a lot of confidence that I don't know is justified. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I mean, I, you know, obviously there are times when, when that's the deal, right? But I learned my lesson on like TVA, current driven stuff. Just because you can see them doesn't mean they're going to eat. So don't waste your entire day or tournament staring at fish on live scope. 
Bless yeah. Good stuff. Black, there were some killer Black Friday days deals all over the place on that. So who knows who has it now? Maybe everybody has it. I hey, held off again. That scammer, by the way. Uh, Derek Bostic got scammed by the dude that posted on KBN about Garmin Live Scopes. Uh, uh, I don't want to misquote his name. I think it's Tim or Timothy Clayton. Anybody down in Jacksonville, Florida, if you have a home address for this guy, we'd love to go see him or send him a Christmas card. So please slide in the DMs. Did he get some money out of the guy? Like that kind of scam? Yeah, yeah, he scanned it for 200 bucks and then blocked him and, like, you know, stopped applying, whatever, changed his name on Facebook. Uh, but, you know, we got the we got the hounds on it. We'll, we'll get him tracked down. We'll get him. All right. Well, with that said, let's get somebody in here that's not a scammer. Yes. As far as we know. No, he's not a scammer at all. Uh, Ramel. What's up, <laughs> Ramel? How you doing? Gentlemen, good evening. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel like it's been a while. We, we kind of hinted at that this day would come. Uh, back on was that on one of our call-in shows, right? It was. I don't, man. I don't remember when that was. It was that far back. I think it's been six months or something. I feel like wasn't it after something I cast like, like that? It's been a while. Yeah, it was like yeah, a summer call-in show. Yeah, boy. So, cat's you know. out of the bag now. Tell us about this thing. So yeah, I mean, it's out there. So the NK three hundred. Um, so basically. Um, kind of learning and growing off, we learned with N one eighty. Um, uh, this kind of always in the works. You know, it's you know you have to progress. You can't just sit back and let things happen. So you know, we started to. Uh, man, we were working on this last year. You know, just getting it tuned in. It's all completely fresh designed um, lower unit um, from the circuit board all the way down to the controller to the rotor everything that's built in it's all um designed uh in-house and uh yeah and uh you know we went through i don't know how many different iterations um different tweaks and configurations and voltages and this and that and uh you know we ended up with the configuration we're at now and uh we were happy uh with the performance and um so that uh, was time to let it go. So, you know, it's out. So basically NK 300s, it's, it's a three horsepower equivalent, um, 1300 watt, um, output motor, which, um, is a little, you know, kind of a little more than, than what is currently out there right now. Um, not a significant number, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a bump for sure. Um, efficiency is really good. We decided to go, uh, from 24 volts to 36 um a couple for a couple reasons uh mainly for uh, just efficiency and just overall uh, longevity of the internals um we can get more in that if we if we need to but um yeah you know we redesigned some of the uh features we took some suggestions that we had from users and you know our pro staff and ambassadors and just what we've heard from um you know the chatter out there in the uh in the universe and and we tried to make some adjustments where we could um uh you know you guys noticed the the controller um is is changed um not only color wise but shape is different um handle is different uh basically all the internals are, are completely redesigned um there's a the controller cable down so now the connection for the controller is no longer up in the back of the controller is actually external outside and 
actually you can't really see it we don't have photos of it so the control cable that goes from the controller to the motor now has a connection at the motor side so you can run your control cable inside your kayak if you like and you can disconnect the uh, motor uh, control cable from the motor side so that was a, a feature that we listened to us riggers uh, people like to that like to build their custom kayaks and don't like to have a lot of wires laying down on the deck. Um, that was something that uh, was was asked for, and we 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 thought uh, that we could make it happen. So it took us a while to to come down to down to what connector we wanted to use. We wanted something easy and robust, and something that's uh, definitely gonna um, you know take the beating that that you guys put them through. Um, you know, it might not be perfect still, but I think it's the it's the best that we could come up with at this point. So, I mean, we're always open for for making adjustments and making things better. Um, and we do that through your guys' input. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've tested it quite a bit. Uh, and uh, I can honestly say, I mean, the thing moves. Uh, there's a video out there up on the interwebs there of me uh, cruising around on a on a Slayer Max 10, and everyone kept asking, you know, like, oh, what were you, uh, what were you speed at? What was your speed at? And it, it was hard to tell because I was on the Delta and the Delta's tidal. So um, going with and going against uh, the tide is, you know, so I usually take the median. So we were cruising right around 5.5 five on a 10-foot Slayer Max 10, which is, I mean, for a 10-foot boat. I mean, that, that thing pushes uh, what, a lot What was BDH so. getting out of it down there on that PA? What's that? What was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pushing un- – so he ran a, a prototype. So we didn't even have – we didn't have the prototype uh, or the production uh, propeller, uh, which is more efficient, a little better now. But he was running 6.4, right right around 6.4. Yeah, okay. 6.3, 6.4 right there. And it was untrimmed. I mean, we literally just threw it on there. We didn't, we didn't adjust running height. We didn't adjust anything. We just – you know, literally threw it on there. And of course, you know, you gain, you gain speed with um, trimming out adjustments, you know, a little bit here and there and you, you can get it dialed in. So um, it's, uh, I mean, six, so four, six, six, six plus miles an hour on a, on a PA. Yep. Six, yep. six to 10. We'll say 10 <laughs> on the high side. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. you know, it is funny. It was like, you know, we, I tested it on as many, many kayaks as I could. And, um, you know, hydrodynamics plays a, a large part in all that. I mean, you, you can't, you can't push the amount of horsepower you have to throw at, at a lot of our kayaks to get it up to past that six and a half uh, miles per hour is just, it's ridiculous. It's just not. It's just not a. It's not not saying that's not attainable, but it's just it's not worth it, I guess, at that point. What you would have to do in order to get that. So, um, they're just displacement holes. I mean, yeah. they, there's not there's really not not much more you can push. I mean, the sweet spot, all the all our NK180 users, the sweet spot is right around four four and a half miles an hour. Yeah. That's yep. that's you're gonna throttle up and throttle down. I tested the. And T300, which is our trans inversion on a little seven-foot dinghy, okay? And 
like I was out there in an inflatable boat and I just had to get it out on the water. I was testing batteries and whatnot. And, um, I pushed that thing up to about 75% speed went out to about four and a half miles an hour. And I dropped the throttle and the thing just went like this and it was just pushing water like crazy. And it, I gained like 0.2 miles an hour. It's just, and so kayaks about kayaks are the same. I mean, that's the thing is that like, you can't, you get to your hull speed very quickly and to get past that hull speed, you have to throw a ton of horsepower at it in order to get a sizable gain. Um, so I think the three horsepower um, for a kayak is going to be max. I don't think yeah. you're going to be able to get more than that. There's no reason to. Um, and most tournament rules currently written are three horsepower cutoff as well three hours right? probably cut off right exactly exactly and the, for a good reason you know that's i think that's where it should be um so um yeah and it, it, that number has been i think well thought out and i think there's a lot of fact and reason behind that three horsepower number and that's why we we got to that three horsepower and it's funny is you talk about three horsepower equivalent right you, you know you, you throw that number out there and um, basically it's, it's how it feels compared to like a three horsepower gas motor, basically as yeah. far as how it pushes, because actually if you crunch the numbers, if you do the mathematical calculation, you're calculating Watts, which is two horsepower. There is a calculation out there to do it. You can actually Google search it and, and look at it. Um, actually 1100 Watts is like 1.47 horsepower like mechanical horsepower and then 1300 watts is 1.74 horsepower mechanical so i mean so that three horsepower equivalent number comes from feel and just push and speed itself um, there is a little bit of debate on the calculations but it's kind of just a, a number that that was a baseline that was set um by other companies and we kind of just follow that you know so but actual true numbers, it's kind of interesting. We have a couple of really, really smart customers that, you know, well, your numbers don't match up to the calculations. 1,300, 1300 watts equals 1.74. I was like, yeah, we know. That's why we say three horsepower equivalent because yeah. when you put it in the water, that's the way it feels. It doesn't feel like a 1.5 horsepower. It feels like a three. So D Dylan Lowry made a point earlier uh, in the in the chat there. He said, getting much faster than six and a half, turning starts to get sketchy. Uh, what kind of uh, disclaimer would you give to people looking at getting any kind of motor on a kayak as opposed to your, to the specific hole that you're mm. going to attach this thing to, you know what I mean? Because I don't think yes. you want to just like drop this on a lifetime from Walmart. Right. I mean, right. you can, but right. Right. You might be in no, for some trouble. Right. Definitely. There, there is a disclaimer for everything. I mean, you got to use, you know, good reason before you do anything. I'm not going to stick a 20 horsepower motor on a, on a, like a plastic Pelican Bass Raider or something like that. Right. I mean, that's, just... that's for Alex Foggiera's YouTube. Oh, that, that, yeah. Yeah. My buddy Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is dead. That kind of dead. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. But you know, really, um, you just got to use some, some sense and, and use your resources. Um, YouTube, um, you know, I'll, forums facebook groups all that just 
you know, really, really do your homework before you make said purchase, right? AKA, um, just look at KBN. We'll tell you what yeah. to do. Just 100%. Yeah, that's why we're here, right? Got you, 100%. fam. Just ask. Yeah. Tag, tag and, Tim Percy. He'll tell you what Yeah. Tim there Percy in the comments. I already saw, I see him, I see him in there. there. I saw him yeah. pop up in there. Yeah, yeah. I did. Tim, I did. Tim's on YouTube watching. This is mm-hmm. maybe the first night, Ryan, that we're almost split between YouTube and Facebook. Ooh, we're rolling about 170 live viewers right now, and not quite mm-hmm. half, but it's close to half are over on YouTube. So diversity, I like it. Diversity, we're doing it. I can't tell how many are on Twitter, if any. But if you're on Twitter, thanks for you. It's because we have our that. number one rigger on here. Remember, right. <laughs> the wizard, the wizard, as he's been said in the comments. Oh gosh, yeah, no, I can't shake. I'm not going to shake that one. That's for sure. That's, you, uh... you make too much magic happen. <laughs> Oh. So we, we, we covered the speed part. We talked about the, the rating, the, the watts, the horsepower. Mm-hmm. There's a couple questions that, that you see continually coming up. One mm-hmm. is the Hobie PA hull rating. Is there any mm-hmm. talks with Hobie Engineering or the Hobie team on having their hull re-rated at this wattage? I know they did the same exact thing when Torquedo came out sure. with their 1103 they upped the rating sent everybody a new sticker pat on the back whatever is i mean is that something we should expect or can expect with this we've had chats with with some i don't know how deep those chats have gone yet or how far they've gone up the ladder um but i would expect that um you know if changes were made um for you know one brand to the next i mean I would expect the same as long as it's within safety, right? Yeah. Um, so when we talk about numbers and we talk about let's we're going to take the two numbers, eleven hundred and thirteen hundred. Like really, what's in what's the weight of those two numbers? Right. And I actually and I I kind of you know kind of went through that already. So if you look at true horsepower rating, we're talking point three horsepower. Yeah. So between the two, if you if you want to look at numbers, so uh, honestly. I, Optimally, it's going to be up to the manufacturer, obviously Hobie, to to decide whether or not they want to make that adjustment. But it's been done in the past. Um, so initially, the Hobie PA was at 400 watts, and we had to have to believe that was because there was a 400 watt motor out there, and yeah, that was it. It seems like they just go up to what's available. Is yeah, my right. take on exactly. Now, if we were trying to push a 2600 watt motor. Yeah. To put it on your on your kayak, and that would be ridiculous to think that, because that would be unsafe, pretty much. So, you know, the thing is, is that when you start talking about those numbers, is what is it really? Is actually it's really a number. I mean, do we really test, um, go through and test stress test on the plastics to make sure that it doesn't affect the the hull and anything? No. I mean, it like I said, point four three or point three four horsepower isn't going to change much and it doesn't increase the speed and the thrust rating exponentially on the kayak motor it just it just doesn't so um we're, we're going to be working on it it's going to be a thing uh where we're going to have discussions uh about it and hopefully um you know we can say that companies will stay political and and look at it and if there's enough want and there's enough people talking about it then you know if it makes sense it'll happen you know so i think at the price point you've kind of pushed that you know to the forefront i think a lot of people 
when yeah. they see when they see twelve ninety nine for a badass top of the line super fast motor, sure. uh, I think that's gonna really push the point. Like you can't ignore that. I'm sure yeah. you're gonna see a huge influx of orders on this because for the money and being able to choose your own battery, extended runtime, and that's something else I want to talk about is runtime on sure. a, on a 36 volt. But still, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that seems like a no brainer to me. But yeah, no, it's totally you know having that open architecture is is one thing we hung our hat on, and 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 it's it allows you to choose what you want to do. Um, if you want that extended runtime, shoot, you can put 36 volt 100 amp hour on your kayak if you want um i personally would not but i mean you have that ability to do so you know it's and if you don't want if you're only out there running you know four or five miles a day you know you just scooting scooting around your pond or scooting around a small lake and you know dude, put a 30 amp hour you know 36 volt on there Somebody, uh, I, Joe Kirk, actually asked length of battery life, and I'm assuming he means with that advertised battery on the website there, that 30 amp hour. What, what, sure. are, you, what are you talking for length for battery life? So it's it's definitely like the math is is real when when it comes to like watt draw and and power. And and when we talk about batteries, and you guys, you know, with Pro Guide um, now, you guys can, uh, and this translates to all brands. So when we start talking about different voltages, so 12 volt, 24, 36. Everyone talks about amp hours. Amp hours seems to be the more common term, but which which we should actually be talking about is watt hours, WH, because watt hours doesn't change when it comes to voltage. That's the potential energy that that battery has. So if you have a let's take in like a twelve volt one hundred, so a twelve volt one hundred is one thousand two hundred and eighty watt hours, right? A twenty four fifty is the same watt hours. So it has the same potential energy. It just delivers power differently. So it's a 2450, 12100 is basically the same battery. It's just configured differently inside to give you different voltages. So a 36 volt battery, like 30, it's like 33 amp hours right around there. I, I'm not good at calculations in my head, but I believe it's right around there. It's like 33 or 34 amp hours is still that same 1280 watt hours right so it's the same it calculates the same so when we talk about runtime so if we have a battery um our 30 amp hour battery i've tested it to 1200 watt hours i can i can um say that truthfully because i've run it i've run it dry a couple bunch of times so i could tell you um the 3630 will run the nk300 right at an hour like 55 minutes an hour full out that's just full blast hammer down hammer down an hour and my fastest the kayak that i have was right around seven miles an hour 6.9 right around there um and uh so yeah i covered right under seven miles um just full throttle the whole time just yeah flat out you know uh, obviously i had another battery with me so <laughs> just swapped out and, you know, run back. But um, but as you start to throttle, and this is something that a lot of motor users already found out, is there's a sweet spot. We talked about it earlier. And that sweet spot, sweet spot is usually um, on most kayaks between four and four and a half miles an hour. And then whatever your throttle percentage is from there, 
Um, usually for the NK 180, it used to be 70% right around there, 75% right around that time. And that's where you get the most efficiency with the most amount of speed that makes sense. So it's balances. So the same goes the same with the NT with the NK 300 is your whole speed on your kayak doesn't change. So your, your most efficient uh, speed is still going to be four and a half miles an hour to five miles an hour, right? Not to say you can't run above that, but that at most efficient speed where your motor's working the least amount and propelling your kayak the most efficiently forward is you're going to find that sweet spot. And I found that's right going to be for the NK300. Mm, it was right around like on a, what was it, Titan 12. Um it was like 5.2, 5.3 miles an hour or something like that. That's so, a good point that Dan threw up, by the way, as well. Just mm-hmm. to kind of bolster what you're saying there as far as draining a battery. Sure. Uh, and yeah. that's three draining 100 amp hour in two hours. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, true. And running it on down. The, the reason, and we can go into, um, and then when, that's when we start going into voltages. So yeah. when we'll you know, we, once we get into that, you, you, you kind of get a gauge why we went 36 volts because of certain, certain aspects. So, um, so like I said, like once you get to your sweet spot on your throttle, you're going to find out whatever that may be on your, t- it depends. Everybody's setup is different because everybody weighs differently. Their kayaks weigh differently. Their setups are different. So everybody's, so one person's kayak is not going to run the same as the next person's. No way. It's just, it's not, everybody has different weights everybody unless you're exactly the same you you kick your kayak out exactly the same very your weight personal weight is exactly the same then yeah you may run apples to apples but uh, otherwise everybody's going to be different so you're going to find um the sweet spot's going to be different for everyone so um but yeah i mean most people like when we talk about like you know runtime you can the easiest way to relate it is just max throttle but once you start ramping back, the runtime actually jumps up um, exponentially. So it it does translate over. So um, well, we we already touched on the price point, but I think that was maybe the most shocking thing that people saw when it dropped. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. especially in these times when money is uh, an important topic we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, twelve ninety nine, like Ryan already said. What a what a package to be able to add your own battery to it, and sure. I, I fully expected to see this closer to the you know fifteen hundred two thousand dollar range, and here it is twelve ninety nine. Well, you know, because because we we're able to um, basically build just the motor itself. We're not we didn't have to build a battery. We're not going into that. We were able to focus on um, you know getting the best quality components that we that we could use, and also build a lot of value into the design. Um, we used a lot of what we learned from the NK 180. Um, that was our stepping stone, um, to kind of grow into the technology and, and really implement, um, a lot of changes and a lot of mistakes that we made in the NK 180. Uh, we definitely, you know, you, you learn from them. That's what you do. And in that learning process, um, you, you start to, see where you can kind of fine tune the production process and the design process as well. Um, so the price point, I mean, honestly, we went back and forth a lot, you know, back and forth. And the number that we came up with 
I think is hundred percent fair. I mean, at what at what we kind of perceived to what performance costs um, prior to this, um, we kind of just bring that level of perceived value to the customer and pass it along, you know. Um, and then now with the as much competition as there with lithium batteries, um, you guys know it. There's how many lithium battery companies out there? Um, Too many. Now, there's only a handful of good ones. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a ton of them out there. There's only yeah. a handful of good ones. Because right? anybody can call China and have prepackaged the same exact, and you know when you look at them, they just slap their sticker on it. Like, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but you know, once once, but that competition in that market space obviously brings down the price. So your prices yeah. start to start to come down and be com more competitive. So, I mean, if you were to go back two or three years ago and, and kind of look at it and say, if I were to go buy a 36 volt, 40 amp hour lithium battery, uh, Oh, the cost is oh, way up there. I was like, but compared to where we are now, uh, because there's so much competition out there, it just brings more value to the customer. So that $12.99 price um, was calculated um, to be able to be in that two, the low $2,000 range to, to get a premium, high horsepower, high performance motor. And that's where we wanted to be. I mean, that's, that's kind of... Which brings you in about $1,000 under competition. Yes. That's correct. Hey, and speaking of value, before we wrap this segment up here in just a little bit, sure. there's a little value we want to offer the hundred and almost 200 people watching this tonight, isn't there, Romel? There is. What there do is. we have for them? All right. So um, basically, we got together and we're since, you know, I was so graciously, graciously asked to be on the show. We are going to do a promotion. We're going to do a, a code. That code is going to be KBN10, and you're going to get 10% off. The purchase of an nk300 and that will run until wednesday at midnight sweet so Oof. wednesday at midnight so kbn 10 so there you, you know, go you guys yeah. you got the kbn 10 code for newport you have yep. the black friday deal for pro guide batteries pick you up a 36 volt battery pick you i mean we're, we're bringing it to your doorstep here rig your kayak yep. up come on merry yeah. christmas to you from the nation and, and don't ask your wife ask for forgiveness <laughs> later don't ask permission ask for forgiveness just tell her you just tell her you just saved twelve hundred dollars over what you would have bought yeah so, and then yeah. another okay. another hundred and twenty nine dollars thanks to kbn yeah. yeah there you well, go here we go buy her something nice get her a starbucks gift card yeah and there's another quick question <laughs> can you tell us about the warranty on these someone there was two or three questions about warranty uh, warranty is the uh, same as the NK180. It's a two-year warranty. Um, so, but I, I think you could probably, you probably guess our customer service is, is really, really good. Uh, so, I mean, anyone that's dealt with our customer service, I think can tell you um, that we'll take care of the customer no matter what. So, I mean, we, you know, it is two years. It's a two years in the books, but uh, you know, definitely we're trying to get customers for life. So, I mean, we definitely take care of you. So. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, well, Ryan, let's let Ramel get out of here. I know we've got an, another half of the show to get to, but what a great product you guys are, you know, coming to the market with, uh, pushing the competition and, and bringing this quality to us. I can't wait to, to see one in person. 
and see do what you kind get of magic people. You Jeff, or you you banned from owning one? You want to ride it? Tell you something. I can do whatever. I'm a I'm a grown man. <laughs> I can right? do whatever I want. <laughs> I can eat cookies for dinner from one of my favorite movies <laughs> okay, if I want okay. to. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I like that cookies yeah, for dinner. There's yeah. so many. I mean, Ramel's a wizard, obviously. But there's so many people that are so good at rigging boats. I can't wait to see what people come up with for for putting this on all the different boats out there. So those are gonna cool. have one on the front and one on the back. Yeah, and of <laughs> course, dugout. If you just want to get it rigged up, take that thing to dugout, and they are are masters in the southeast of, of taking care of that. So you can do oh, that. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate Ramel, it, Ramel. You... Always good hearing from you, man. Can't wait to see this thing in person. I'm excited. Oh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was fun as usual. And uh, as always, like I said, use that code, KBN10, NewWorkVessels.com. Yeah. Go get, you, go get yourself a NK300. Yeah, man. man. Right. We'll put that code up on the page later. Man. So people can get that. KBN10, you got it. All right. Dude, so I want that thing so bad. I want to be rolling. Yeah, yeah. Hammer down. Left lane hammer down. That's what our old terrible let, football coach let, used let to say. Hair blow. Can you yeah. imagine Marshall's mullet with that thing just blazing through there? Oof. If he'd take his hat off, especially, mm. you know. Um, Yeah, but hey, that leads us to our next guest. First, before we get him in here, any guesses as to who we're about to have on? New Bass Leadership coming in. Throw your guesses in the comments. We're going to introduce the man and talk a little. A little. Oh, we got a private chat. Thanks, gentlemen. Oh, Ramel, thanks. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. I got nervous for a minute. Thought we had a hacker from the You're YouTubes. Off there. <laughs> from the YouTubes. This is it, boys. <laughs> yeah, we're done. All right, here come the comments. Without further ado, let's bring in our guest and the new leader of the Bassmaster Kayak Series. Bam! <laughs> Steve Rowan. Everybody guessed right. It's like they knew already. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. What's up, Steve? Hey, did I get, did hey did I get my microphone adjusted? Okay. Well, yes. you know, we like your voice to really command command the presence. So you're like resonate, resonate. So, man, I couldn't be more excited to see yeah. to, to kind of learn about what was coming with the Bassmaster leadership, uh, knowing that you're going to be taking the reins here. Uh, man, so excited! I know, I know, Ryan is, and, and a lot of people are too. Uh, congrats on the new position. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, we're we're good enough to, to call it what it is. We're going to, you know, get to step out and do this next year. And uh, as, you know, some of you know, you know, we had our dinner at Pickwick and we got to talk about a lot of things and, you know, not necessarily rules and all that other kind of stuff. It's, you know, the things we're going to change are, you know, uh, how, how it's been ran. You know, it, it's finally, you know, has a person that has the time to dedicate to it and, be able to take care of all the things that the people deserve so we do the best i can at it so i'm glad i mean we you know like you said at that dinner we talked about a lot of things that as anglers like what were you know everybody's top three priorities that they would like to see implemented into this new series and you know i i I hope to see that come to fruition i can't wait to to see it kick off but i mean just kind of tell us about you know the feedback from bass and, and their commitment on the kayak side. Cause I think a lot of people were kind of questioning that like is bass, you know, are they done with it? Do they, do they care what happens with it? I think this is a big step for them, you know, investing into the future of that series. Yeah, it was, uh, it was well received. It was much appreciated. You know, you all got to meet Chris Bowes and, and obviously, you know, Dwayne's worked for the last two or three years in it as well. And, um, you know, it was, it was, in the beginning, you know, they have to learn how to do this, although, you know, they know how to run great tournaments. 
as we've all discussed, you know, learning how to run a kayak series takes time. It takes time, it takes bumps and bruises. And, you know, we've already all experienced that. And, uh, you know, they just didn't have that person in position. So, you know, doing the best that they can at the time with all of their other job duties, you know, piled on top of each of them, you know, because it's, you know, literally is not a very big operation for the amount of stuff that they get done. So, um, you know, they moved forward and, and the opportunity was there once and it, my time, timing wasn't right for me. Um, and then it circled back around and the timing was perfect for me. And it's, you know, I get to step out and do it. Uh, the commitment is there for sure. I think had we not went through all the ups and downs that we've went through the last few years, I don't know that they would understand, you know, how serious and committed all of us are as a culture. Um, and now the voice is heard with respect, you know, not that it wasn't, it was just, we hadn't figured out how to communicate, you know, with them the way that it needed to be and get the feedback from them, you know, in the form of changes and implementation of things. So, you know, the, the biggest thing that I'll bring into this, I, I feel is, is some structure to the communication. I mean, you know, it's obvious we discuss everything on our different platforms, but when it comes to this series, just like with other series, you know, you come to the people who are in the leadership of it. So, so come to me with your questions. It's no longer, I guess, you know, bass is this, bass or that. It's me. You know, this is my job. This is what I do for a living now. So, um, you know, it's, it's not my series. It's everyone else's series, but, you know, I'm in charge of running it. So, when we have questions or anything like that, you know, I, I, there's only one of me and however many thousands of, of others people that we have involved. So in order for me to be able to keep up with questions, concerns and everything, I have to have those in some sort of organization so that I can refer back to them or, you know, cause if it gets mentioned in a Facebook thread, and someone deletes it or it gets buried, then I miss it. And that person could very well think that I'm ignoring it. And I, and I don't, everyone knows, you know, I don't ignore anybody. I, I take all the time that I can to, to re, to address everything that needs to be. So that's the first thing that I'll probably start implementing. And that's a me thing, uh, because it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's, if we're going to grow this and blow it out of the water. Um, then I have to be able to maintain and keep track of the things that I need to. So from there, um, the angler input, like we have in all the other series that do a really good job listening to the anglers, you know, we're going to be implementing that as well. So we've touched on some of the things and, and I don't think we have a, a mass amount of things in kayaking that need to be tweaked, fixed or whatever, but we do need some uniformity, you know, and, and uh, the, the leadership of all of the different series, we do have a plan to sit out and come up the best we can with some, some uniform things, you know. And you guys have talked to Ramel, and I'm excited about all of that, too. I mean, you know, we, we couldn't ask for two better people than, than Ramel and Jeff Little with their respective companies to help all of us get these motor options out and, and rigged and put out. So pretty excited about that. And we, uh, you know, I also have all my Bass Nation stuff going on, too, which, uh, like you mentioned, you know, we got Dale Hollow this coming weekend. We just came off of our Georgia Bass Nation State Championship, and, and you know, this is a hard job, all the stuff that you do, we do, I do. But man, our last two state championships, Tennessee and Georgia, I, I just had so much fun getting to actually hang out with the fellas again. And, and that's something that I don't think I'll ever quit, no matter what we get into. Um, 
And and New, Newport is a, is a sponsor of Tennessee and Georgia Bass Nation next season again. They reached out yesterday. So uh, um, hopefully we'll have all those things in dealers pretty soon. And uh, So, yeah, man, I'm just excited to, you know, to start letting the people understand and feel like this is their series, you know, like it was meant to be in the beginning. And and, and that's where we're at with it. So you know, I'll do what I can. And, and, and if I don't do a good job, you know, we'll get somebody else to do it. So. Like college football. Yeah. If, if you have any any complaints or suggestions for bass, send them to the KBN DMs. Jeff will filter through your messages, and if you're full of shit, he won't send them to Steve. But if it's something real, then he'll forward it on to Steve. So there you go. I need a, I need a four-week lead time to actually go check the messages. Though. So be- yeah. <laughs> There's another job for you, Jeff. Something else to do, right? Send them to Ashley. I'll, I'll give it. Yeah. Are you drinking Land Shark? I don't think she – no, this is called uh, Chicken Scratch. Ooh, okay. You remember we drank land sharks with Craig Reynolds, and, and I didn't think anybody would ever go back after those. I do hours. recall doing that, and that's why I hadn't had a land shark since, pal. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, something we've talked about on here a bunch, Steve, um, is whatever move Bass made, we felt they needed to, to make a splash and bring a kayak angler and someone that knows kayak anglers in just to build street cred. Credibility, because that, that's one of the biggest things that was lacking was credibility. So you've kind of already talked about it a little bit, but what are some of the things you plan to do to to put that stamp of credibility on on the Bassmaster Kayak Series? Uh, I can't go real far into it, but I will. You know, obviously, I'm an open book. I'll go where I can without getting in trouble. And, and as I said, we're having a meeting to where we can be uniform on some things, but um, we are cleaning up the registration process, which is arguably other than communication <laughs> yeah uh, other than communication the the biggest bane in the existence of fast master kayak series was that registration and um but you know there again you know it was a separate entity it wasn't like me running a tournament like we're used to now it was a company trying to figure out how to do the other where the other companies have a kayak angler like you said who can help facilitate that Bassmaster didn't have that so now they do uh, we've come up with some new ideas. Dwayne's done some things on the, the back side of the Tourney X page where it's going to allow us to do that. Uh, we've been experimenting with different payment options on Tourney X, and so far it's went really, really, really good. So uh, hopefully, you know, within the next month or two, that'll be unveiled for the public, and uh, I'm happy about that. It's going to make it a whole lot easier uh, than just the standard PayPal stuff when it comes to all the tax stuff that you're going to have to do. It, it's pretty slick. So I'm do you take Dogecoin so. or FTX? Sheba. Um, Sheba. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna refer to a couple of friends for that. I just uh, Shane yeah, Durant. That's, that's, we'll get Shane Durant and Ember Coyote out here. Yeah, cool. yeah. Evidently, Joshua Sharp and Terrell Pickett too. We need to get those guys on board. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, moment. like I said, you know, the, the registration process. Yeah, the uh, the communication process of it. You know, as I said, you know, we're going to communicate in, in a certain manner. So that I can, you know, man, I I want everything to be handled the way that it needs to be. I don't I don't speak clown ass, so I don't do well with that kind of communication either. That's so going to be the front it's cover. Got to be, <laughs> it's yeah, got to be. It's got to be. Jim So uh, yeah, so uh, he's hard of Davis Marlboro man now. So. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll the communication aspect so that everything reaches the desk that it needs to reach. Um, and then 
this will be my job. So it's one person handling the things that need to get handled. So the turnaround on things that we need to get done will happen sooner. Information will be out way sooner, you know, exactly when it needs to be. Um, and we will, you know, when we, when we set it, we'll stick with it unless it's something that's absolutely abhorrent and then we'll, we'll, we'll do what we got to do to change it. Um, and I guess, you know, like where we're at and what we'll lead into is, is the frustration with getting a schedule released is, you know, you can, there's always going to be reasons, but, you know, I have to look at it from myself only literally was brought in X amount of weeks ago that this was going to be a real thing. And for whatever reason, you know, it had not been done. So I had to dive right into it. Well, then I'm working on putting together a schedule talking to lakes who are booked up solid already, uh, working with the other kayak uh, schedules that are already booked and set in stone. So you have to navigate that as well. Plus, you know, set a narrative that shows the people that, you know, although we only have five events this year and they'll all be two day events, we can only go to certain places for now. If I get my job done well and our attendance is hundred plus or whatever, I should be awarded, you know, a couple of more events in 2024, which will help me go to places that may not get the attention or love that they deserve. Um, and then we'll be able to be comfortable having an event that's got 85, 90 anglers. Because the, my opinion on that stuff is at least you put that product in front of somebody that gets to do it. And then that leads into next year you go from 80 something to 105, you know, look at how many brand new people early on were a part of the Hobie series. And that was because they, they went to the lakes and the attendance wasn't what we wanted because we want everything to be blown out of the water, but it gave them a taste of it and they appreciated it. They were able to buy into the culture, uh, experience the love and camaraderie that we all give. And, and so I don't really get too down on that kind of stuff. Um, so we'll be able to address that as we get our numbers up. So, you know, we've done, I feel like I've done a phenomenal job because I don't stop working. I feel like, you know, the schedule that that's going to come out, that'll be in concrete will be one that, that I'm happy with, uh, especially, you know, under the circumstance. And, and, I, and, and it does piss me off that people didn't get a schedule early, but it's just because it's not done. Well, and it's not done, not because I'm sitting on my hands, you know. Let's talk about the schedule that's in Plato right now. Where what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and uh, we, here's where I'll have to be some vague. We're we're going. You go ahead. You start. I mean, when let's just talk about the time of year that the bass schedule is going to start. That way, people don't think uh -huh. it's going to start at the end of January, <laughs> and 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 yeah. now we're at December. Oh, you know, like kind of ease some people's fears on things about preparation and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we um. I'm, I'm certain of a date. We'll, we'll have the first weekend of March. We're really, we're really dialed in with Gunnersville right now. So I think we could expect to have that as, as a certainty. Um, you know, from there, you know, we, and again, we've talked to, I've probably talked to 40 different lakes in the last several months. Um, you know, move, moving on into April, uh, we, we've got some really good negotiations going on in South Carolina, uh, you know, the second, third week of April. Um, look for that to, to be done this week as well. And, and, and some of this, again, as we've talked about, well, I think what this is kind of doing 
is opening up the process of how we actually book tournaments. I mean, there's tournaments in the past that myself, AJ, Chad, everyone, um, Ty and Tyler Cole and them, that it takes two or three months to get a, a tournament booked on a lake a year away. Um, you know, you have to introduce what we do, what our lifestyle's about, and convince them that we're worth, you know, the effort they're going to put into it. So um, then after that, after the April event, you know, May has so much going on. Then we got Mother's Day, Memorial Day, and everything. So we looked at, you know, after people can rebound, because from January, the middle of January to May, there are so many kayak tournaments going on. Oh, yeah. And, and you have to be conscious of your travel anglers. I mean, you know, you got to live an amazing life last year of hunting and fishing and everything, but you're more slap out, you know. That's not sustainable. We don't want you to die. So we're going to take you into consideration with these things this year. So, you know, June, early, early, early June, I've been talking to, you know, I've talked to, to Trinity, to Palestine, Lake Fork, everything in Texas. So I, I could say the first weekend of June will we'll be Texas, in Texas there. So uh, uh, hopefully again, once these are confirmed, it'll take a couple of days for uh, marketing to do the graphics on it because I can't release that. It has to be them so that it goes to the website and then we'll bring it to, to the to the kayak world. Um, and then uh, 1st of July, after July the fourth weekend, uh, we'll be Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota-ish. So what's up there? That. What? There's something up there. <laughs> cheese. Yeah. Spotted yeah. cheese. Then, um, Spotted cow. Spotted cow yeah. cheese. <laughs> they got a lot of that. Um, so uh, sadly, brother Joe Kirk's going to probably miss out on that one. That's his wedding weekend. So we're going to miss the, the Kirk. And Don't do it, Joe. So, yeah. But, uh, um, and then, you know, to close out our season, you know, our anger of the year, you know, we got five events. It's going to be your best three. To close out the season, I, I really didn't want to put people fishing in boiling soup and everything. So we've had some really, really, really great and long, long, tedious discussions, which is actually the reason we don't have a schedule released with uh, Susquehanna. And I'm confident we can get that done. Um, so, yeah, well, actually, I spoke with them this evening for an hour and a half. And it's a brand new chamber, brand new community. You know, they're understanding what we do as kayakers. I've uh, had some help from, you know, uh, Russell Johnson and Harshman up there. They've been instrumental in getting that rolling. And I know you reached out and helped with that. Uh, what did Harshman say? Just so put the, we, just put the steps. I feel like in that's there. where we're landing there. <laughs> Harshman said, just put the steps <laughs> in bounds. That was, that was his only request. So there we go. Let me put that I in order. I feel like he wanted to drop me some pins, but he just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make sure this section by the concrete's in bounds, I'll take it. So a rough sketch. We got March looking like Gunnersville, April, South Carolina, June, Texas, July, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, Illinois. I think the Mississippi River's up yes. there, but I ain't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then late summer, early fall, hoping for Susky. Is that right? Is that a right? Correct. Rough, yeah. rough draft, yeah. rough sketch. Rough, that's in Play-Doh. Yeah. And, and, that ain't concrete. That's and in, in there, in in there, actually in stone, March the twenty second, twenty third. I think is that Wednesday, Thursday is the the Bassmaster Kayak Series Championship on Lake Chickamauga. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Yeah. And yes. do, is there hard dates on that? Is that going to be during the weekend or on a weekend? It is. Yeah. It's Wednesday. It is published, actually. And I'll, um, I'll, I'll get tomorrow. I'll make sure there's a link provided of the anglers who are already qualified. The Bass Nation has until January the 1st to send in their roster. 
And then I'd say the first week of January, we'll have all of that vetted and make sure everyone's memberships are current. And then that'll be released as well. So I think right now um, there's 69-ish anglers qualified. Uh, let me pull that up because that, that needs to be told. Yeah. And, and uh, we've got right some now, questions. I want, yeah. I've been I've been waiting to get to these questions until we got to the end of talking to you. So after you give us this okay. info, I'll go back on some of those. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give, I'll give you this and tie it up real quick because you know I can talk a lot. So yeah. right now there's 65 qualified anglers from the open series, which were Lake Fork, Harris Chain, Grand Lake, and Pickwick. And then the rest are from the Angler of the Year standings. So there's 65 qualified anglers from there, uh, including Eric Siddiqui, the champion. And then – from the Bass Nation, just for instance, Tennessee, we are sending 18. Georgia gets to send 13. Um, South Carolina sent five. North Carolina sending five. I'd say there's going to be another 70, 75 anglers. So about 140. You factor in attrition, people who can't make it, schedules, whatever. Figure around 120 anglers, which is a pretty good, solid championship, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the TOC 50. That's amazing. Um, but then, you know, an open series championship like this being 150 or less is my goal. Uh, I'd like to keep it. I'd like to set a good number at, like, say, 125. Um, and when we have the next show, I hope I can announce the plans we have for the championship. A lot of your inputs came into this. Uh, I think the championship is going to be really spectacular going forward for this. And uh, it's going to be a little bit more work to get it done. But uh, I think that everybody will be happy with it. Yeah. Uh, Scott Brand said, by weekend, I assume you mean Saturday, Sunday, which oh, yeah. I assume yes, is sir. Sorry. correct. Saturday. Not, Saturday, not Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Right. Saturday, right. Registration Sunday. will still be Friday. We'll fish Saturday, Sunday. There we go. Uh, somebody earlier, Steve, asked, are you going to be the point of contact for state clubs trying to start their own Bass Nation in their state? Or do they go through their? Well, I their, have been. I have been for the last three years, believe it. So <laughs> I'm still going to keep doing that. We do have a new Bass Nation president, where John Stewart retired. It's GL Compton, and as quick as I can, I'll put his information out there for everybody. But uh, he's a good dude. He's from uh, the Hartwell area. Um, I, I can't remember what he was. I think he had something to do with Clemson fishing for a while. But uh, he's pretty sharp, dude. Uh, really, you know, really wants to get involved in everything. He's going to be in when we talk about kayak rules and adjustments and stuff. Um, he's uh, He's got a good head on him, so uh, be interesting and, and, and happy to get to work with him and get to know him better. So, uh, But, yeah, just reach out to me from that for now, and, and we'll continue to, to do what we've done and help because that's growing really, really well. Um, a lot of these presidents were just kind of overwhelmed and thought that they were going to have to run a kayak series for us and they now see that we can do it on our own. So uh, got some plans I want to see implemented there, hopefully to help us be a little more. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to say the wrong words. So anyways, well, yeah, James Strawberry represented the way we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. His comment earlier was kind of a comment slash question is each state needs a, a nation kayak president separate from the glitter boats. And in some states, that that is true. Like Dr. Dave, you know, in Tennessee, he gives. I mean, Steve, he's he's pretty much giving you full reign over over the kayak side. I think there just has to be this kind of symbiotic relationship to understand that there is a difference. Just like we've experienced with the big bass picture, like it, it took 
this happening over the past couple of years for them to realize, hey, we may not know anything about running kayak tournaments. Like you, you kind of need to sit down and have that conversation. I don't know if there needs to be a separate president altogether, but whoever the president is definitely needs to let the kayak side kind of steer its own course there because you know how these tournaments are expected to go. Yeah, you're right to an extent there. But the one thing where I'll disagree with James is, is or, or maybe offer some insight instead of disagreeing with him. That Bass Nation that we're trying to start a kayak series in is already established and it's been established for a long time. And those men have worked hard and long to establish it. That's how they have their bank accounts set up. They run all of these tournaments. Their anglers get rewarded off of all of their hard work. And we're coming right into it. And while we should be independent, we're still one body. That's the thing you got to remember. Um, so as challenging as it is, if it's difficult, you can't just be pissy and say, hell with it, I'm quick. I'm not letting nobody run me off if I want to run something. And if you want it in your state, don't let them run you off either. There's a way to do it. Um, there's states that have and are established now that, that the kayakers are not a good representation of us. They're just not. Um, and, and those things will be worked on as well. So, I mean, it, it's if you're going to do it, it's, it's going to be done in the respectful manner that, it, that every trail series needs to be ran in. And, and if you're not, then, you know, that president is there to, to stop you and it's going to happen. So, um, you know, that's what I'll tell you, James, is if you want to start it, give me a call. I mean, I've experienced the resistance that you might be having or anything like that. And and I know the horror stories from some of them, and we've already started discussing that. So it might not change next year all the way, but there there is an understanding that it does need work, and we'll get it figured out, trust me. And yeah, I think I'll it's a matter of the, the each state's organization slash president giving the kayak kayak leaders the latitude they need to do yeah. what they need to do, like Ryan already said. Right, yeah, if, if they show they even deserve it. Because yeah. there's, you know, I mean, there's True. clowns True. out there, you know. So. Dr. Dave went and bought a kayak and started fishing our tournaments. He's all in. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's um, what he did. He researched it. Yep. Ten points for Dr. Dave. <laughs> you know, kind of tying onto that, Steve, how much latitude do you have with the series? Is it like, hey, Steve, do your thing and let us know how it's going? I mean, is are they giving you free reign to, to run this thing how you want to? It's been, and I think, and I'm not bragging, but I think I showed them that you know i know what i'm doing so they're they're watching but they do let me you know like on this schedule deal you know um there was already one because they had that that city had already reached out and it turned out to be a really good one other than that anything i've went after really anything that any of us as a group of kayakers have brought to them they've listened to there's been a few things that they questioned and and even when we when we just started discussing it it kind of changed my mind and i saw that it wasn't what was best for us but um yeah it's not hands off but by by all intents and purposes yeah they, they pretty well are, are trusting my judgment and and stepping out and doing this and haven't had any resistance because everything we've taken to them has merit Anything that needs to be changed, um, you know, a la, you know, fish graphic with hand placement, that, you know, that that sucker is is now changed. So, yeah, it, it's a big, it's a very sensible approach to everything that we've done so far. Like we we literally talked today about um, the 1100 and 1300 watt thing. You know, it doesn't change anything. And the reason we settled at Hobie, oh, I say we, I mean, I, I mean, 
Jeff Little came to me as part of when we were building the Bassmaster series and mentioned, hey, this is out of range. We're coming out at least we're putting more 1103, 1103s on things. And then so we got with New Canoe and Hobie and, and the other manufacturers. And then, and, and, you know, Hobie did their testing and, and agreed, you know, hey, these are safe for our kayaks. And 1100 was settled on just because that's what that motor was probably. If it would have been 1700, that's still not reaching a true three horsepower motor. So that 1300 is less than three horsepower. It's 110 foot pounds of thrust. So it's less than 155. It's just the 1100, 1300. The 1100 was just because that's what the 1103 was. I don't yeah. think there was any scientific, this is what it's gotta be. So we discussed that tonight, you know, and we're gonna look at making sure that, you know, every option the kayaker has that they want is available to them, you know, with within reason and sense. Um, so. Are you guys gonna ban live scope? <laughs> now that Marshall's got to bed, know how to use it, you bet your ass we are. Yep, it's out. Look at Ewing. Look at Ewing. <laughs> Man, whatever. Just yeah. ban Ewing. Ban kids under 24. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You can't, you can't drink. You can't fish. That's the new rule. That's Sorry. Damn Sorry, right. If you can't well, drink, you how we could probably get rid of Ewing is we had we should make it until Ewing can grow facial hair. He'll never get to fish again. So hey, whoa, wait, got, wait a minute. He had a little uh, <laughs> Wario thing going for a minute. <laughs> Wario. Yeah, he's Mario Kart. Hit him with a banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, Jeff, not to, to go back into it any more longer than I did. Yeah, they're very open to, to what we want and need because they, they see that that's how, you know, that's how you continue to get the numbers up. And like we said, you know, we, we understand – you know, the last few years, it's just not been able to be maintained the way it needed to be. And uh, and now now we're here, you know. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I what, love it. I was going to ask you, Ryan, do we want to get any rules? Or you can't even talk about that yet, Steve. Is that any of the rules hammered out, the changes or anything like that? No, we, we, we have. We've made some. Sorry. Yeah, we've, we've made some. And again, you know, if we speak about them now and it's not what we've landed on, then you know how that goes, you know. I think we need to wait and bring Steve-O and AJ on to have a rules discussion of here's what changed, here's why, and and get into that part on a whole new day. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, oh, Todd Patrick. Yeah, man, I'm glad you brought that up again. He asked, did you see my question about entry fees? He said with the with the events going to two days, would there be a chance that the entry fees get bumped to the $300 range from the current current setting? No, I think we're we're sticking we're sticking where we're at now. Yeah, there's again, you know, you know, we we want this series to be you know populated and the increase the the attendance increase. So, you know, it's it's not you know because there's people brought up some really good ideas to make things a little more elite, but that that's down the road, guys. We're still, you know, this is the best. These are the best series that we have in kayaking, but they're still open series. So you got to be careful. You know. We want everything to be elite because we're hyper competitive. You know, we want to put the razors on and jump in the box and fight. But um, you still have to be careful because, you know, there that's only a certain percentage of who we are. You know, we've got a large part of the community that's still learning this, you know, like we did earlier. We were talking today about, you know, making sure that we kind of hold on to grassroots stuff as much as we can for some of the, the, the sentimentality of it. But at the same time, dude, these grassroots clubs have grown, you know, there, a lot of them are on a level of the series that, that we're calling pro series to an extent. So, 
Um, you know, we still have to make it where the entry level person or the person that's not confident yet can still come out and fish and not feel like they're just, you know, behind the eight ball altogether. So I think Bass has a unique opportunity with the platform that they have, you know, grow, grow the, the Bass kayak series that exists right now, but develop personalities, develop these storylines, media coverage. That's what's going to drive in my mind. That's what's going to drive a more elite series type deal where there is this real buy-in from spectators and and opportunity for advertisement and and media promotions down the line i think where we're at is is a good place i think bass probably is in the driver's seat on the the reach they already have the infrastructure in place to be able to grow that to an elite series i don't think we're ready yet i don't think we're there yet but i definitely think if if we can nail this part down, I think you're the man for the job. Always have. You know, I said that if anybody will go back to when Bass started, I literally said this. When it started, you better just write him a check and let him run this shit. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We wouldn't because you would be selling out 200-person tournaments <laughs> and going wherever you wanted to, and we'd have a TV show about it. But... That being said, I think Bass definitely is the key to the next level. So I'm glad it's you. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see not only where this next year goes, when you drop names like Gunnersville, you throw Texas in there, you throw Husky in there. I mean, I think you, you're, you're targeting great fisheries because that's what anglers want to see. But I definitely think once there's some momentum behind it and they see the success just from this move alone – that's going to allow a lot more latitude into what it can be the following year, the year after that. Uh, I'm yeah. glad. I want to see the buy-in. Amen. And you know what? I'm not just blowing smoke, Steve, because you're my friend. I think just putting your name on this, ent- entries will double automatically. Oh, that's for, for every event minimum. <laughs> you, I mean, seriously, yeah. like, Steve, you saw yeah, the people at the table at Pickwick. How many people sitting around that table where we were had fished a bass event all season long? None. None. I mean, we the Shield has year. a lot of pull, but That's kayak why. anglers are a tight group, and they they you know they they respect their own. And and having your name on this is is a huge deal. I mean, I think it's a bigger deal than than people even realize. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate it. the gravity. Really, just sunk in the other day. You know. Um, it's hard to stay engaged because you have to put your head down and work and you can't pay attention to the, the chatter a lot of times, but then you, you forget that the people in the chatter are not a distraction. It's your lifeblood to keep your, your pulse on the, 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 what's going on. And I really appreciate you guys bringing Cody on the other night. I mean, he's one of the best interviews to listen to. He and Riser, Tom Kazmierski, but, but Cody brought up a good point. That's something I've, I already have two, um, that I'm going to reach out to next week for 2024. But you guys talk about how we go to these granddaddy lakes that are, you know, kind of not as elite as they used to be. But the tricky part is, is those chambers are engaging because that's what they do is put on fishing tournaments. But we need to bring in those hidden gems or, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that's a challenge, but, and it's a, it's a roll of the dice, but, um, I, I think I think that's something I'm going to focus on quite a bit for 2024. We're going to Rocky 2024, baby. <laughs> oh man, golly! I Steve, Washtal's got grass in it now. 
Washita's got grass in it now. Just saying. Get out of here. I heard Cody <laughs> say Steve, that. And, Steve and, was at that tournament. You ain't tripping his ass. We were sitting right there next to each other. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Sorry. I got a migraine just from normal fishing and having fun. That's how bad that was. Dang it, Arkansas. Yeah. You always let me down. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah. But I, I did look at all the others you had mentioned. And, uh, yeah, so so that's, that's my main thing is I feel like rules – all this other kind of stuff that's going to be worked out very easily facilitating and doing my job is going to be the key to growing it because, you know, mistakes will happen, but like Ryan and I've always done in our other stuff, you know, we'll just come to you hat in hand and say, Hey, here's what we did. Sorry. We're, we're not going to do it again. We'll do the best job we can to not do it. And uh, that's how I lead, you know, I'm, you know, self-deprecating whatever you want to call it but but i'm going to tell you what i did wrong first and we'll know, kick each other in the knee pretty often so <laughs> yeah. there's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> direct so, line yeah, of contact there absolutely so but yeah i appreciate everybody that's you know stepped in obviously people knew because you know chris mentioned that pickwick that we'd been talking and when i start reaching out about these lakes and stuff you know people are just going to know i mean if if I call and I'm asking about bull shoals or whatever, you're, you're well, why are you asking about bull shoals? You know, you're in Tennessee, you know, and so that that's what 2027 looks like, Jeff. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go put some fish in there between now. He's, and he's letting them grow a few years, man. That's all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah. Dang. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get to all these questions. We're going to have Steve back on here again, uh, hopefully within a month or two. With uh, like Ryan said, I think with AJ it would be a good plan. Have a, oh, yeah. a little, yeah, little kumbaya with the TDs and, and talk rules and, and things like that. But if you want to throw a couple in, I promise you, I'll give you short answers. If you want to do that for the people, this is a lie. Don't hanging. fall for it, Jeff. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the, the raccoon king, Bob Baylor. Get he said, beer. "Hang on." Will bass be exploring fisheries other than seven, eight, nine pools at Lacrosse when they come this way? Not in 2023, but I have already in my notes what you're talking about. And Bob go. actually mentioned one lake that really got me excited when I started researching it. And this was probably about six months ago. Squeegee, squeegee, squeegee. So thank you, Bob. Okabiji, yeah. Okabaji. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, another one from YouTube, Larry Hill. Will there be a limit, a cap on entries like BOS? There isn't. There's a cap already on the bass. It's like two fifty, I think, or something. Oh, but, I didn't know that. There yeah, Corey, Corey asked earlier, and I said no. Now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was what was in there in the the beginning. Now, it may have got deleted when I was on the sideline, but uh, I'll, I'll check that out and let you know. Okay, I lied to Corey Dreyer earlier. He said, "Is there a cap?" And I said, "No." I said, "No cap." Maybe <laughs> that was cap. I was lying. That is capping. Well, the good like thing the is, is I've been wrong quite a bit in my life, so you could be right, Jeff. So. Okay, who knows? I think that's what the kids say, no cap. That means you're not Jeff, lying. quit. Quit. Stop. You've been hanging out the you've been hanging out on the basketball court too much, my boy. Too much. Too much. Cap, no cap. What that slaps. There's all what kinds happened of things to your there. shelving and stuff? I saw Miss Ashley posted y'all doing some remodeling, but where's all your decorations? Dude, it's coming. If I could pan around and show you my whole office, you would be blown away because it is it is a paradise of an office right now. But right now all I got is new paint on the wall behind me. But we're gonna do some stuff back here before long. Uh she did an unbelievable job remodeling my office. I just said, don't have anything behind me yet. Do you want to get some kind of oil painting of us together to put behind Ooh. you there? Um, I'm hoping Bob Baylor will pose for something. Do like a velvet a, a provocative like shot. Old school sort. Hank Jr. flea market finds. Like okay. the big Hank Jr. Bo Cephas velvet. 
like it. Ashley Kay is the official decorator. has to be approved, so we'll see. I mentioned this to Jay Whalen earlier today. We may do, like, you know how ESPN does, like, the bodies issue? We may do, like, a KBN bodies calendar uh, if there's any any folks that want to volunteer to uh, to pose for that. KBN members only, but you can get as, as creative as you want to as long as uh, some of the stuff's covered. Yeah, the way this is going to hey, work I've is- got a KBN hoodie. I got from, I ordered it from Chase Tanner. It's a 3X, and when I put it on, it looks like a can of biscuits blew up. So I'll do that in the calendar if you want me to. Hey, the way the calendar is going to work, it's going to be the opposite as your normal normal calendar is. We're going to tell you who's in it, and then you're going to pay us not to show you the pictures. That's how it's going to go. Hey, all right. I like it. So may, it may make a lot of money doing it that way. Uh, unbelievable. Steve, we're going to let you get out of here, man. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again. We're so, we're so happy. Appreciate I mean, we're so happy that uh, we finally got to talk to you about this. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you guys, on your sponsors. And I know you got more coming. So uh, keep, up, keep up the good work and let me know if we can do anything to help you, man. Yes, Looking sir. Looking forward to next year. Y'all have fun on Dale Hollow this weekend, Steve. See y'all. <laughs> there he is, man. Steve Owens. What do y'all think of that? Steve Owens. In my mind, there was only about three people, and and I'm I'm biased. I know that I am, but AJ, who obviously runs BOS series, Steve O, and Richard Penny, uh, I think in my mind were the the only three targets they could go after to immediately, you know, sway people's opinions. And I say Richard Penny because he, I mean, I, to be honest, he got he got stuck running a whole lot of the kbf stuff he dealt with everything like i you know i had had issues that came up during that time and he was super professional very you know thorough and and unbiased and i think that's the kind of mindset you have to have to to run a national trail like this yeah. but yeah for obviously sure, i'm rooting for steve-o you know that's my boy he'll have my support no matter what i'd never pull any punches you know i'm very honest with him on feedback uh, no matter what it is, you know, rules, schedules, timing, anything. Uh, but, you know, I really think that we're going to see uh, something that's built for the anglers with this series. Man, the options. You know, yep. man, we got I options like everywhere. It's good stuff. Like it. uh, well, everybody, thanks for making this a huge show. It was it was it was all night long, 160, 170 live viewers uh, ticked up and down from there. But great interaction in the comments. We appreciate everybody. Uh, we'll line something up good for you next week. And I heard of, or I saw a couple of people comment about the power rankings. They're coming. They're coming. I got to get all the data together. Just, just, just crunch, the numbers, numbers. crunch the numbers and they're coming. So any guesses on who might be the number one angler this year, there's a couple deserving folks out there. So we'll see. It's got to be Cody Milton, man. That's a, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that and I'm going to be done with it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Ron, tell that no cap. No cap. Oh, <laughs> all right, y'all. We're going to wrap this thing up. See y'all next week. Later.